Hawks stumble late in Chicago and lose to the Bulls, 118-113. Welcome to the Sports Ethos Atlanta Hawks podcast. I am your host, Tim Ogles, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Mikey Kabrinsky, where we talk everything Hawks. Let's go! Mikey, Jalen Johnson is back, and and man, what an impact he had in this game, Um, starting from the first tip to to the very end i felt like his presence was felt on the field uh, on the court you know from the from the tip i mean it was defensive pressure blocking shots uh put back dunks uh finding open guys on driving kicks i felt like he was phenomenal and back to being the jalen johnson that the atlanta hawks need yeah he was he was definitely excited to be back out there you could tell uh he, he was all over the place making his impact felt on both ends of the floor and unfortunately the Hawks couldn't get the win in his first game back wish that wasn't the case but for, for, for me, Tim, this game comes down to three things. Andre Drummond turning back the clock, getting a 20-20 game, and absolutely roasting both Hawks centers on Yeko Kangu and Clint Capella on the boards. The Hawks had no answer for him, and um, yeah, yeah, he was, it was, he was doing his thing all night. DeMar DeRozan had a bad first half, but in the second half, he, he came out in the third quarter and meant business. He hit three clutch buckets late in the game to, to close it out, and then um, and then something for Atlanta that you really point out that the Hawks struggled with, three-point shooting. The Hawks in this game shot 13 of 46 from three-point land that's just not going to get it done Tim especially on that volume yeah uh that's the volume you want to see from a Quinn Snyder offense but the uh the amount of them going down was just not uh beneficial for the Hawks tonight um going into an injury update DeAndre Hunter um MRI shows that uh, he will uh, be out two weeks with a non-surgical procedure for his right knee inflammation. Um, Mikey, how does this affect the Hawks going forward? Yeah, the Hawks are going to be without another one of their wing defenders. Uh, Atlanta obviously played the last month without Jalen Johnson, the second wing defender on this team. So when when you when you get one back and and you lose another one, it's just it, it's it's painful painful to wake up and, and see that. But I think I think the Hawks are definitely going to miss some, some of the team defense that DeAndre provides and just some of the one on one defense against the the um, the not as quick wings in the guard, but still good scores. You know, the Brandon Ingram's, Mikael Bridges, Julius. Randall's of the world. I think uh, Hunter really guards those guys well, especially the guys that I listed. And um, Atlanta's really going to miss what what he brings because with Jalen, DeAndre, and Clint Capella on Yeko Kangu, I think the Hawks do have a competent defense where they can get to around, say, 20th, maybe high teens in defensive rating or, or defensive efficiency, whichever metric you want to use. But when one of them is out, it can get pretty rough. And then when both of them are out, Hawks fans have seen that it can get really, really bad. And unfortunately, I, I think uh, Hawks fans might might be might be seeing some more rough defense over the over the next two weeks, at least two weeks, uh, because Hunter is actually going to be reevaluated uh, after his procedure at that time. So it could be more than two weeks, could be right out two weeks. Hopefully, it's definitely the latter for sure. Yeah, and something with you know DeAndre being out is that back line 
like the it seems like the rotations are always a little bit slower whenever DeAndre is not on that back line. Yeah, the, uh, specifically mentioning that, that's a good point because when the Hawks play these small lineups, uh, particularly with maybe Garrison Matthews, Wesley Matthews, Sadiq Bay at the back line, it's really hard for the Hawks to play in the Quinn Snyder system when uh, Onyeka or Clint Capella will step up high on the screen. That will leave the roll man wide open for the pocket pass. And the guys on the back line need to come in and either intercept that pass or make it difficult on the big to, to finish in the lane and the guys that they have down there right now and Hunter's going to be out. Besides Jalen, those guys just can't do that. It's the lack of size, lack of fight, and, and lack of defensive instincts uh, really to to try to cut off that pass to, to to see it coming before the defense, before the offense makes it. So yeah, look, yeah. it might look a little rough. Yeah, and, and we'll move on to, into this game now. Start with the first quarter. Jalen Johnson, Jalen Johnson, instant impact in this game. Uh, four four points. I mean, off the rip, two off a putback, one off a layup. I mean, Jalen Johnson. Like I said, you know, for this Hawks team, he's a he's a a, a breath of fe- fresh air for these guys. And like, I, I want to say his, his skill set is something that not any player on this team possesses and um that's you know he's a havoc creator on defense he's a transition monster and when you get him going you got to keep feeding him and you know it it seemed like tonight he was on like a minutes restriction but man he he had a uh uh, instant impact on this game yeah that's what you mentioned transition monster that's one thing that the hawks actually weren't able to to utilize tonight because they only four the Bulls into eight turnovers. So credit to the Bulls for, for the ball security that they, that they had for the majority of the game there, but uh, really for the whole game. But yeah, we, Hawks fans couldn't really see uh, Jalen Johnson coming back and, and you know dunking on people in transition, leading the break. And, and same with same with either of the guards, Murray and Trey, never really got out in transition because the defense, as Quinn Snyder said in his press conference, just they didn't execute in the second half well enough to, to stay in this game. And when the Hawks were missing shots like they did, especially from beyond the arc, like I mentioned at the top of the show, it's just not a recipe to win the game. Yeah, and, you know, something in the first that we've seen were two Sadiq Bay missed threes, and Sadiq Bay, as of right now, is 13 of 57 from three. Mikey is becoming a, a bigger and bigger problem because we talked about uh, Bay's inefficiencies on defense, and if he's not hitting the three ball at the clip that he needs to be hitting, um, the Hawks are, are struggling with Sadiq Bay on the floor. Yeah, and he missed three wide open threes in the first quarter, all of them from the corner, if I'm not mistaken. And that that last year he shot, I'm pretty sure it was 60 percent from the left side corner for the Hawks when he came over the deadline. And it's just that it hasn't been the same lately for Sadiq after a hot shooting start to begin the year. Uh, yeah. And, you know, going on a little bit further, uh, the Hawks started in this game. They were getting killed inside. Andre Drummond and uh, Pat were just, you know, muscling them inside. Whether it was Clint Capella or a Kongwu later in the first, they were having their way with the centers in this game. Um, they started out on an 18 to 9 run for Chicago. 
we got some early Seth Lundy minutes, and I, I'm, I said that wrong. Early self, uh, Seth Lundy minute. Uh, he was in for about one minute in this game. Um, he was coming down the floor, uh, caught the back of Bogey's uh, heel, turned an ankle, and he was out for the rest of the game. Unfortunately, yeah, that's just two injuries right there. Lundy had been getting good. Lundy had been getting good minutes. Good to see him get his opportunities, but unfortunately, you know, just when DeAndre Hunter goes down, which with AJ out for personal reasons, we we. We hope everything's okay with AJ. Don't know how long he'll be out. Uh, Lundy was going to get an opportunity. Just just hate to see uh, him get hurt at this time. But uh, late late in the first quarter, Bogey and Garrison cut cut the lead to just three to fifteen to eighteen with a six zero run. Uh, as we move uh, as we move on here in the first quarter, the Bulls not a three point shooting team. They came out shooting the three th- shooting the three well. Tim Javon Carter and Ayo Desumu, uh definitely definitely were were the benefactors of the of that in the first quarter for the Bulls. Yeah, I mean that they had a stretch where Carter hits back to back Io uh hits a, hits one they go up by 11 um DeJounte Murray um and this first really struggled with with Trey Young off the floor and as soon as you know Trey came back the offense just got rolling again um Jalen Johnson and uh and Yeka Kongu to start out the second that that um that combination between those two um it, it, it's wild um I, I I like to see because they they worked a lot together last year in the second unit but man you know just the way they move to ball the ball together knowing where each other's gonna be um Jalen finds a Kongwu for a wide open three to start out the second quarter um and, man and then Jalen had a beautiful give and go with Bogey that led to an easy layup. Jalen Johnson had impact on this game all through it, and unfortunately, the Hawks just couldn't pull this one off. Yeah, the sequence that you mentioned was part of an 18-8 run uh, to cut the lead to, to cut the Bulls' lead to 36 to 35. And the Hawks were playing w- well defensively. It was unfortunate, especially in the first quarter, that a lot of the shots they they got weren't going in. And credit to the Bulls' defense, they did they did definitely hold, hold the Hawks um, to just those 17 points in the first quarter. But coming out of the second quarter, complete opposite. The Hawks the Hawks held the Bulls under 30 points in both the first and second quarter with just 22 in the second uh but in, um, unlike the first quarter DeJounte Murray really started cooking in this second quarter he was sh- shooting the three ball well he had a stretch in this game where it just looked like he was in control of everything and no and nobody was stopping him he was driving into the lane getting to the rim shooting threes and this was the DeJounte that when we when Hawks fans have seen him do this it's it's just it's just great because he's he can get something going with without trying the floor but unfortunately it seemed like this was really the only stretch of the game where we we saw that kind of design. Yeah. And in that first quarter, that's the lowest scoring scoring first quarter for the Hawks this season. Seventeen points. Um that the Hawks have struggled in the first every once in a while. Um, but the, this first quarter was rough, like really, really rough. But, you know, the Hawks bouncing back. Uh unfortunately we've seen uh two streaks tonight come to an end. This one was a really good one. Click Capella um, finally broke his free throw streak. 
at 19. He hit the 19th free throw and then missed number 20. I, th- I thought he was going to make a good round even number, and unfortunately it didn't fall. But he did hit two more later on in this game. So Clint Capella is still shooting the free throw really good. Um, I felt like offensively Clint was okay in this game, but defensively, man, Andre Drummond, he had nine, point, uh, nine rebounds at 12 points with six minutes left in the second quarter. Like he was just in pure domination mode. And uh, unfortunately for the Hawks fans, uh, it, it wasn't fun to watch. No, uh, but what what was fun to watch was the twenty five to eight extended Hawks run. They built up the lead to forty eight to forty, and in this stretch, the Bulls hadn't scored in three minutes. And like Tim, like you mentioned at the top of the show, the Hawks' defense in this game in the first half, particularly, was, it was good. It was definitely de- definitely good enough to win. And I feel like we've said that uh, a couple times uh, with within a couple of the pods lately. But unfortunately, in the second half, it, it's not just all fell apart and uh and definitely they just it, it did not it did not go well in the second half but a, a couple of interesting stats here in the second the Bulls scored 14 points in the first 10 minutes of the second and the Hawks stretched out a 10-point lead so if you if you look at that if you look at that at halftime coming in the the Hawks are in good shape but Tim DeMar DeRozan hit his first field goal in this game with just over a minute left and that gave that gave the Hawks just a 56 to 50 lead at halftime and that with that one bucket seemed to get him going for the rest of the game, unfortunately, for Hawks fans. Yeah, and at halftime, unfortunately... Jamar hit that uh, that that first bucket, and I don't think he missed many more after that. No, he didn't. Uh, yeah, he played he played really well in that second half. Uh, a little bit of halftime stats: Dejounte Murray had thirteen, Bogey had ten, Drummond had fourteen and twelve. But a good stat for the Hawks' defense were the bull the Bulls shot three for fifteen from three. Um, I thought in the first half defensively, the Hawks had a great first half. Um, and it just the second half just it just fizzled away. Um, guys weren't making the same rotations, but also you got to give a little credit to Chicago. Um, I felt like you know they made some really good adjustments at halftime um, to get Demar free a little bit. Uh, Kobe White got going. Io DeSumo. Um, they were hitting really tough shots. Yeah, especially DeRozan. Jalen Johnson was playing great defense on DeRozan throughout throughout most of the night. Uh, but in that second half, uh, Johnson played a lot of the fourth quarter, but in that third quarter, he really played too much. He played 29 minutes, probably getting eased in a little bit. Uh, he'll most likely play 30 minutes on most nights for Hawk, for Hawks fans. But yeah, that was it. that second half. Just he came out, DeRozan came out, and just he meant business. I, to start the third, Trey came out and he he hits a three. Sadiq Bay hits a three. And this is the opposite of, of some of the Hawks teams lately, Tim. The Hawks came out of the, in the third quarter, guns blazing, and, and extended the lead up by 12. Yeah, and that uh, caused uh, Billy Donovan to take an early timeout. Like, he had to regroup his guys pretty quick because it felt like, you know, the Hawks figured out something at halftime um, offensively, and he, he shut that down really quick. But I felt like also at this point uh, the Hawks pulled Jalen and it felt like, you know, the Bulls, with, with Jalen being out, the Bulls had a great opportunity to make a run, and they ended up doing so. Yeah, DeMar hits, DeMar goes on a 5-0 personal run, uh, DeRozan hit, he made the lead to cut the, he cut the lead to three, excuse me, and then, uh, then a crazy sequence here, Bogey airballs a three, and it lays in, it lands in Sadiq Bay's hands, and Sadiq says, one man's trash is another man's treasure, gets an end one. That was, that was a crazy sequence there, uh, but kind of one of those players 
place where you thought, okay, can the Hawks find some luck here? Unfortunately, didn't last that much. Yeah, uh, I mean, Bogey, Bogey, when he shot that air ball, the Hawks fans were hoping for a three. They still got a three, but in a way different way. Um, the Hawks actually used their challenge um, at, at this point. Uh, ended up being successful. Um, Kobe White went up for a, a layup, and Wesley Matthews had a beautiful slap down. It was a double slap down. Like, so he slapped down once, hit the ball, and then slapped down again. The ball hits off Kobe White's knee, goes out of bounds, but they still make uh, the Hawks end up being – the challenge ends up being successful. But for some reason, I, I – get to understand why if it goes off his knee why why are we doing a jump ball uh, at that point it feels like you know that's a turnover and it should be hawks ball but the hawks end up winning the tip anyway um Jalen Johnson and his playmaking, um, right after that, he had a beautiful um, pick and roll that he did with Nyeka Kongwu. Um, man, I just, I've missed watching Jalen Johnson play. I, I'm just being honest with you because uh, I think that he brings so much value to this Hawks team. And, you know, with, with more minutes to come, I think the Hawks are going to reap from the benefits from him. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned DeRozan started to get going in the second half. He led a 14 to five bulls run uh, that cut the lead to 69 to 66. And, you know, after that the teams went back and forth for a good bit of the third quarter throughout the middle portion. But then as we close, as we close to the third quarter, another one of those impact plays that you were mentioning from Jalen Johnson, Tim, he comes in flying off a rebound from a bogey missed three in the on the weak side rebound comes in flies in grabs the grabs the board with his right hand and slams home a putback over Andre Drummond and this was one of those plays that Hawks fans definitely has definitely has, have missed I know I've missed them uh, and when Jalen's not around the Hawks don't have anybody to do this except except their centers uh, uh, but yeah overall the, these type these type of plays is what are what the Hawks missed and unfortunately it wasn't it, it didn't supply the momentum enough for for the Hawks to extend the lead or kind of get in a rhythm uh, for the rest of the game. Yeah, I felt like at this part of the game, it, it was going to be a back and forth battle between these two teams and ended up being exactly that, where it was, you know, you they made a bucket, the Hawks made a bucket. They made a bucket, the Hawks made a bucket. And, you know, I felt like even at that time in the third, late in the third, the Hawks was still playing really great defense. The Bulls' shot-making was just impressive. Um, in the fourth, um, both teams, you know, started going back and forth, back and forth. It was 92-92 uh, at the nine-minute mark. Uh, Bogey at that point were, was two for ten from deep, and Trey Young only had 17 points. Um, you know, that's a recipe for disaster uh, a lot of the times for the Hawks because without Bogey's three-point making and, and Trey's ability to, to get a basket himself, uh, I felt like the Hawks' offense will struggle. The Hawks, But the Hawks were still in this game um, off of Trey Young's ability to pass, and I felt like, you know, the Hawks still had a chance to close this one out. Yep. Right. I assume in the fourth was particularly a clutch for the Bulls. He had he had nine points in the fourth so far, uh, with seven minutes left. And Dejounte Dejounte tied the game at 106 with a layup. So at at the four minute mark, this game was tied. And unfortunately, Atlanta just couldn't find the offensive rhythm. They made a lot of they made a lot of mistakes. They 
secured a couple rebounds, uh, turned over the ball, trying to get the ball to the guards off the rebound. Uh, Caruso and Drummond had a couple of those that really that really impacted the game. And also some some weird offensive execution. DeJounte going one-on-one on Alex Caruso probably was not the best decision. And Trey took a couple of quick threes when he didn't really have his three ball going. Some of those shots probably not, not the best thing and not what the Hawks wanted to do. Their fourth quarter execution hasn't been great this year. And I'm, I'm not going to say this. I'm going to say this now. Poli- there's politics involved probably here. But I wonder if the Hawks have to explore changing their closing lineup just because it, it's been a theme now for, for a lot of games, Tim. Yeah, I, I feel like, you know, definitely on the defensive end, the Hawks can't come up with rebounds late in the fourth. Um I felt I felt like maybe do you explore putting a Kongu at the four with Jalen at the three, um, you know something like that, or maybe I know there's a lot of politics in this, but you know maybe taking Dejounte out late, putting Bogey in, so you have another shot shot maker that you know is a real threat from deep um, at any point. And I, I don't know uh, the closing lineup for the Hawks been really frustrating as of lately, but. You know, there was uh, a sequence I wanted to bring up. Um, DeJounte Murray hits a mid-range shot, and uh, DeMar comes down, hits hits a midi. uh, It's 110-111, and DJ comes down, commits an offensive foul, and I felt like at that point uh, in the game, um, I think there was like uh, three minutes left or something like that. It it was just one of those momentum swings where – uh, Chicago came down and got a basket and, you know, it was tough sledding to to finish off this game for the Hawks. Yeah, DeRozan was really good. Got to give him a lot of credit down the stretch. One of those tough shot makers and shot creators that he's, he's done done it for a long time in this league. And after a rough start for the in the first half with six points, he had 19 points uh, to close out in that second half. So so definitely credit to DeRozan there. Uh, he was huge in, in really what, what can be classified as a comeback win. It would have been a comeback win for either team. Both teams got out to a double-digit lead at one point in this game early. So um, credit to the Bulls there for closing it out, but the Hawks definitely could have closed smartly, uh, more uh, smartly, especially on the offensive end. And overall, for the whole second half, defensively, it just wasn't as good as first. Yeah. Um, uh, (laughs) This is going to be a nasty stat, but Bogey and Trey shot a combined six for 26 from deep. Um, and the Hawks' top four scorers shot 10 from 40 from three-point land. Um, that's just not winning basketball, unfortunately. Nope. It's not not going to get it done. As we move on to the box score here, um, Trent Forrest had three minutes in the fourth quarter, uh, I think, to give Trey a, a brief respite. Uh, he didn't have any He didn't have any stats. Uh, I don't really think that he impacted the game much in, in, those, in those three minutes, so <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure about that one. Yeah, and for the box score for Lundy, he had a minute – he took one three. Um, he missed it. Uh, other than that, I felt, you know, he unfortunately got hurt. Yeah. Um, as we move on here, Wesley Matthews, he played six minutes in this game. He totaled one assist, one block. Uh, that block was that review that Tim, that Tim was uh, talking about earlier. Uh, that was, that was challenged by coach Quinn. The, I, I think what, I think what the Wesley Matthews experience, experience so far, Tim has not gone well, has not gone well. And, uh, the three point shooting has dipped for him. And I'm afraid that the defense just was, isn't what it once was for Wesley Matthews. And, uh, I think, I think that Kobe Bufkin and or AJ Griffin, when he gets 
gets back, might be in line to take some of those minutes from Wes. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think Kobe, uh, I think he's down in College Park right now. I think he's going to play his first game tomorrow. Um, I think once he, you know, gets some minutes and gets his conditioning up, I I do think he takes Wesley Matthews' minutes. Um, Moving to Garrison Matthews, uh, 13 minutes, two for two from deep. Uh, He shot the ball really well. Uh, Unfortunately, you know, on the defensive end, he he just didn't bring his lunch pail. Um, I felt like he struggled defensively for the Hawks tonight. Uh, I agree. For Onyeka Kongwu, only 21 minutes tonight. I would have liked to see Snyder go with the Okongwu and Capella lineup some tonight, especially with how Andre Drummond was dominated on the glass. Drummond ended up with, uh, by the way, he was 11-13 from the field for 24 points and 25 rebounds to go along with three steals and two blocks. This guy was a monster tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> moving, moving back to Okongwu there. Uh, he was 4 of 6 from the field, 1 of 2 from deep for 11 points, 6 rebounds. He also had a steal. I thought, honestly, neither of the centers were, were good. Andre Drummond was was definitely dominating both of them. Uh, but on the whole, if you are if, if you want to critique Kongu besides the glass, I, th- I thought he was all right. But still, both the centers, it's it's, it's kind of a wash right here with, uh, with how Andre Drummond uh, kind of dominated them both. Yeah, uh, I felt like, uh, other than the glass, I thought Kongu had a pretty good game. Um, bogey, moving to bogey. Um, 31 minutes, 8 from 21 from the field, 3 for 12 from deep, um, 22 points, 1 assist, 3 rebounds. Um, I I thought Bogey uh, probably didn't have his best game tonight. I felt like um, he struggled from the three-point range uh, pretty pretty bad for his standard. And um, defensively, you know, Bogey really struggled, to be honest with you, definitely in that second half. Um, You know, for Bogey, I'd like to see him try to get to the little, the rim a little bit more. He, he's a pretty crafty guy. Uh, whenever he's not seeing that three-point shot fall, uh, I'd like to see him try to get to the rim. Yeah, Bogey's not a particularly strong defender, but he's physical. And I thought I thought tonight it was one of one of his weaker defensive nights. And, and on top of that, with his shot not falling up with up to standards, especially three of twelve from deep, don't really see that from Bogey very often. Uh, that's that's not it's not going to be a good night for Bogey. Uh, we'll go to the starters now. We'll start with Sadiq Bay. In thirty-three minutes, he was. 5 of 10 from the field, 2 of 6 from 3 for 13 points, 8 rebounds, and 1 steal. I thought Sadiq was particularly rough on defense. It was good to see 2 two out of 6 from 3 for Sadiq. Uh, slowly but surely getting there a bit, but uh, overall, it's been a rough few few games from Bay on both ends. Yeah, uh, I mean... For Bay is the defensive end for me. Um, He just has to play better defensively um, for the Hawks to have more success on that side of the floor. Um, Jalen Johnson, 29 minutes, um, 5 from 8 from the field, 0 for 1 from deep, 9 rebounds, 4 assists, 1 steal, 10 points, uh, phenomenal um, welcome back game for Jalen. I think that, you know, 29 minutes uh, is definitely um, not what we want to see, but I understand with him coming back from injury and the Hawks want to be precautious. Yeah. For Clint Capella in 26 minutes, he was 5-9 and nine from the field, 3-4 of four from the line, 13 points, 5 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 block. Uh, the rebounds are just particularly low for, for Capella. But other than that, I felt like, felt like 
like he was he was okay, but really, really, it's hard, it's hard, it's hard to ignore the 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 rebounding discrepancy from Drummond between both of the Hawks centers. Overall, the team rebounding, the Hawks lost by eight, so it wasn't astronomical in total, but uh, definitely in the center position uh, was the difference maker. Yeah, and for Capella, the other starting center had twenty more rebounds. Um, the the only thing I don't like about the the Capella and the rebounds is that's his staple um, on the defensive end, and uh, see Jalen Johnson, Sadiq Bay, Dejounte Murray, um, and then Yaka Okongwu all out rebound him um, is kind of frustrating. But also, you know, into the context of it, I mean, he is facing probably one of the best rebounders over the last you know five to ten years, so of all time probably. Yeah, I mean, uh, but for, uh, you know, moving on to DeJounte Murray, um, 34 minutes, six from 15 from the field, two from nine from deep, um, six rebounds, four assists, one block, two steals, 17 points. I felt like DeJounte is another tale of two halves. Uh, I felt like in the first half, he was really good. Um, the third quarter, he, he was okay. And then the fourth quarter, he was just non-existent. And uh, it's becoming a nightly occurrence with DeJounte. Um, defensively, he's still struggling at the point of attack. Um, I, I don't know. I, I'm growing uh, quite frustrated with DeJounte as of lately. Yeah, for me, for DeJounte, obviously you want to see the shots go in a bit higher rate, 6 to 15, for both of the guards as we move on to Trey in a bit here. Uh, they could have definitely shot the ball a little bit better. Uh, but one thing I'm one thing i encouraged by is, is, his will, is his willingness to let it fly and keep and keep shooting because he's been shooting the three ball well and he keeps – and I wish he could get to the rim a little bit more. Obviously, that's not that's the guy DeJounte is. But um, when, he does, when he doesn't particularly score the ball well and, and the point of attack defense is a but rough it, games and especially second halves will kind of look like that and it's and it's the same for Trey Young really uh, for both the Hawks guards he finished with 21 points 13 assists so the streak the streak the 30 and 10 streak finishes at one, at seven he added a steal two rebounds and he was six of 17 from the floor and three of 13 from deep uh, I thought Trey, the passing is still there from Trey uh, still still an excellent excellent passing game in playmaking uh, in the playmaking department tonight but it wasn't it wasn't the type of wasn't the type of performance that we've seen from Trey Lee that screamed dominant performance really i thought both of the guards struggled tonight to find an offensive rhythm yeah um for trey uh what a phenomenal run that he has um been on with the 30 and 10 to tie oscar robinson at seven um i think that you know this is just the beginning for trey young and I think that, you know, for for Trey is hopefully there's help in the wings. And I think that that's something that, you know, with with injuries, uh, with um, DeJounte and I mean, not DeJounte, but with DeAndre, uh, now Lundy, um, like he, he just needs more defenders around him. And once they figure that out, I think Trey will be fun. Yeah. As we move on here, we're going to briefly preview the Hawks next matchup, which will be on Friday at at State Farm Arena versus the Sacramento Kings, De'Aaron Fox, DeMontis Sabonis, Kevin Herter, old, old, old friend from, from the Hawks, will be in town. So, Tim, when I when the first thing that comes to mind for me is the Kings, it's going to be keeping De'Aaron Fox on the perimeter. How can the Hawks do that with Hunter out and most likely Murray or Trey having to guard Fox? 
Um, for, for me, um, do you, do you think that throwing a, a double at him, kind of like what um, other teams do with Trey, and force the ball out of his hands? I think that's a uh, you know option you could go with, um, or or you can maybe even go to that two big man lineup. I think that um, you know with when you have more shot blockers inside, it kind of detours a lot of guys from trying to get to the rim. Yeah, the the king the king's defense also isn't exactly the best. So when you you can probably deploy that two big lineup if, if you're Quinn Snyder. Another key for me is going to be on the opposite side for the Hawks attacking the paint. Sabonis is not the greatest defender and that's putting it lightly uh so if the hawks can can penetrate the paint get to the rim and get some easy looks that'll open a lot of three-point looks for hopefully bogey for trey guys that didn't shoot the ball well in the in the bulls game but hopefully we'll have a bounce back game at state farm arena on friday yeah and i think the last key for me is demontis sabonis um i think it's going to be boxing out uh i think that you know sabonis uh is another guy that that lives on the glass and he will punish you for not boxing out. He, uh, he is definitely uh, one of those guys that, you know, can get an easy 10 points off of the offensive glass um, w- without an effort. And I think that, you know, that's going to be uh, a big key for the Hawks is make sure you're boxing out. Yeah. Similar to Andre Drummond. Uh, I, Drummond's not the tallest center and neither is Sabonis, but both of them are really physical. So Hawks are definitely going to need to be a more, physical and with more effort uh, on the box outs than they were tonight and let's hope that the Hawks can get back on track to, to kind of find something here before before approaching deadline season and, and the front office having to make uh, a critical decision at that juncture with that being said thank you that'll do it for this episode of the Sports Ethos Atlanta Hawks podcast make sure to follow this podcast wherever you get your podcast content like Spotify Apple Podcasts and more you can follow me on x at pinwizard300 and follow Tim at timhawks23 make sure to be on the lookout to receive the latest Hawks coverage from us. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next one. Peace. Peace.